Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 11. And beginning in verse 1, we read, When they came to Jerusalem to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he, Jesus, sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go your way into the village that is opposite you. Immediately as you enter it, you will find a young donkey tied on which no man has sat. Untie him and bring him. And if anyone asks you, What are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord needs him and immediately... He will send him back here. Jesus is here and now preparing for what is commonly referred to as the triumphal entry. In order to be given such an entry in the world where Jesus lived, one was to have killed or captured 5,000 in battle. Ironically, by this time, that count would no doubt be an underestimate. Our Lord's entrance had been prophesied hundreds of years before this day, and Jesus would fulfill it now in detail. Zechariah chapter 9 verse 9 says, Rejoice greatly, daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king comes to you. He is righteous and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, even on a colt, the foal of a donkey. Now, the city of Jerusalem would be full at this time of year, for at the Passover, Jerusalem would surge in population to around two to three million people. Now, please note that our Lord's choice of ride was not happenstance, but rather carefully selected. This colt, you see, had never been ridden. Now, that's appropriate, it seems, for only an unused animal was to be used for sacred purposes. Historically, the judges and princes of Israel would ride on white steeds and donkeys, but their sons would ride on their colts. It seems the Son of God had arrived. Verse 3 of our text says, The Lord has need of it. Quote unquote. Now that's interesting. The Lord has need of something? Can that be? Yes, he has need, but only for our needs. The Messiah and the King of Prince was coming to town. What would his reception be like? Was the world ready? Had they been watching for him? Are we now? In what state will he find the world upon his second coming? Verse 4 says, They went away, and they found a young donkey tied at the door outside in the open street, and they untied him. Some of those who stood there asked them, What are you doing untying the young donkey? And they said, Just as Jesus had said, and they let him go. They brought the young donkey to Jesus and threw their garments on it, and Jesus sat on it. The disciples, having been asked to obey in this act of faith, were told, that his ride, quote-unquote, would be waiting. Such an act of faith, I think, was a big step for these guys. Would they obey? 
have they grown some since and over the past three years? They found things just as Jesus had said. It was always that way, I guess, and it would always be that way. Everything from here to the end will play out just as Jesus said it would. Some have claimed here that Jesus knew of the passage in Zechariah and purposely fulfilled the prophecy. Well, I think that's a crazy position to take. Well, of course he knew. But then again, did anyone else ride in on a colt that day claiming to be the Messiah? Jesus timed his entry into Jerusalem precisely. Almost 500 years earlier, an angel appeared to the prophet Daniel and told him that God had marked out a certain amount of time for the fulfillment of certain events concerning Israel. The beginning of this time would be when the Persian king, Artaxerxes, issued his edict for the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem. You will find this account in Nehemiah chapter 2. When Artaxerxes issued that edict, unknowingly, he set in motion God's clock for the Jewish nation. Daniel was told that 490 years would run their course before the fulfillment of all of God's dealings with Israel. 483 of those years would end with the arrival in Jerusalem of the Messiah. Now it is believed that Jesus' triumphal entrance into Jerusalem, riding upon a colt, was the fulfillment of those 400 in 83 years. Sir Robert Anderson, the former director of England Scotland Yard and a brilliant lawyer in his own right, was also an avid Bible student. He analyzed the book of Daniel and, by his logic, determined the exact date when the decree of Artaxerxes was issued. That date was March 28, 445 BC. By his calculations, marking the necessary corrections for errors in the calendar, he determined that on April 6th, A.D. 32, Jesus rode into Jerusalem. That was exactly 483 years later. Now, if a 19th century Englishman understood God's timetable, how much more did the Lord Jesus? For our Lord takes great care with the details. He has numbered the very hairs on our head It was no accident that he perfectly fulfilled all prophecy concerning himself. Verse 8 of our text says, Many spread their garments on the way, and others were cutting down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Those who went in front and those who followed cried out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that is coming in the name of the Lord. Hosanna! In the highest. Verse 11, Jesus entered into the temple in Jerusalem, and when he looked around at everything, it now being evening, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. This term Hosanna means save help now, quote unquote. It seems the people, by saying this, were acknowledging that Jesus was their king and were calling out to their Messiah. Luke's account tells us that some of the Pharisees attempted to get Jesus to stop this outpouring among the people. But Jesus there answered that if he tried, the very rocks at his feet would replace the people in their crying out. Now the Roman soldiers must have thought that this display was a rather pitiful comparison to the arrival of their king. But then again, the Roman government is gone today, but Jesus still reigns king. 
That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.